ugly you look when you don't bid. What do you say now? Come, do you say a pound? Not you, for you haven't got it. Do you say ten shillings? Not you, for you owe more to the tally man. Well then, I'll tell you what I'll do with you. I'll leap them all on the footboard of the cart. There they are, the razors, the flat iron, the watch, the dinner plates, the rolling pin, all the way for four shillings. And I'll give you sixpence for your trouble. This is me, the cheap jack. But on the Monday morning, in the same marketplace, comes the deer jack on the hustings, his cart. And what does he say? <clears throat> now, my free and independent waiters, I am going to give you such a chance. <laughs> he begins just like me, you see. <laughs> As you never had in all your born days. And that's the chance of sending myself to Parliament. Now, I'll tell you what I'm going to do for you. Here's the interests of this magnificent town promoted above all the rest of the civilised and uncivilised earth. Here's your railways carried and your neighbour's railways jockeyed. Here's all your sons in the post office. Here's Britannia smiling on you. Here's the eyes of Europe on you. Here's universal prosperity for you. Repletion of animal food, gold and cornfields, glands of homesteads and rounds of applause from your own hearts all in one lot and that's myself. Now, will you take me as I stand? You won't. Well then, I'll tell you what I'll do with you. Come now, I'll throw you in anything you ask for. There, church rates, abolition of church rates, more malt tax, no malt tax, universal education to the highest mark or universal ignorance to the lowest, total abolition of flogging in the army or a dozen for every private once a month all round, wrongs of men or rights of women, only say which it shall be, take them or leave them and I'm of your opinion altogether and the lot's your own and on your own terms. There, you won't take it yet. Well then, I'll tell you what I'll do with you. Come, you are such free and independent voters and I am so proud of you. You are such a noble and enlightened constituency and I am so ambitious of the honour and dignity of being your member, which is by far the highest level to which the wings of the human mind can soar, that I'll tell you what I'll do with you. I'll throw in all the public houses in your magnificent town for nothing. Will that content you? It won't. Well, you won't take the lot yet. Well then, before I put the horse in and drive away and make the offer to the next most magnificent town that can be discovered, I'll tell you what I'll do. Take the lot and I'll drop £2,000 in the streets of your magnificent town for them to pick up that can. Not enough. Now look here. This is the very furthest that I'm going to. I'll make it 2500 And still you won't. Here, missus, put the horse... Nope. Stop half a moment. I shouldn't like to turn my back upon you, neither for a trifle. I'll make it £2,750. There. Take the lot on your own terms and I'll count out £2,750 on the footboard of the car to be dropped in the streets of your magnificent town for them to pick up that can. What do you say? Come now. You won't do better. You may do worse. You take it away. Sold again and got the seat. I courted my wife from the footboard of the cart. I did indeed. <laughs> she was a Suffolk young woman, and it was uh, in Ipswich Marketplace, right opposite the Corn Chandler shop. I had noticed her up at a window last Saturday, that, that was, uh, appreciating highly. I had took to her, and I had said to myself, if not already disposed of, I'll have that lot. Next Saturday that come, I pitched the cart on the same pitch, and I was in very high feather indeed, keeping them laughing the whole of the time and getting off the goods briskly. At last, I took out of my waistcoat pocket a small lot wrapped in soft paper, and I put it this way, looking up at the window where she was. <clears throat> now here, my blooming English maidens, is an article, the last article of the present evening sale, which I offer to only you, the lovely Suffolk dumplings boiling over with beauty. And I won't take a bit of a thousand pounds for from any man alive. Now, what is it? Why, I'll tell you what it is. 
It's made of fine gold. And it's not broke, though there's a hole in the middle of it. And it's stronger than any fetter that was ever forged. Though it's smaller than any finger in my set of ten. Why ten? Because when my parents made over my property to me, I tell you true, there was twelve sheets, twelve towels, twelve tablecloths, twelve knives, twelve forks, twelve tablespoons, and twelve teaspoons. But my set of fingers was too short of a dozen and could never since be matched. Now, what else is it? Come, I'll tell you. It's a hoop of solid gold, wrapped in a silver curl paper that I myself took off the shining locks of the ever-beautiful old lady in Threadneedle Street, London City. I wouldn't tell you so if I hadn't the paper to show, or you mightn't believe it even of me. Now, what else is it? It's a man-trap, and a handcuff, the parish stocks and a leg-lock, all in gold and all in one. Now, what else is it?